0: This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to Mother. No, oh, it's Mother. Welcome to Mother. The show where we can explore our inner mothers to actualize our greatest selves. Through interviews with incredible guests, live coaching sessions, and my own experiences, we're going to dive deep into embracing feminine values and reparenting ourselves. So be prepared. To show up, hold space, and be mothered in a way you never have before, but have always needed. It's time we rewrite the mother code. Hi, and welcome to Mother. I'm your host, Dr. Gertrude Lyons, and together we're rewriting the mother code. I'm so excited for today's episode. I can barely contain myself because um, I have as my guest Helena Shannon and Helena was on the show with her then brand new husband about a year ago. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend it. Um, Super inspiring to hear the two of them fresh off their honeymoon and sharing their journey. Um, So today we pick up a year later and how Helena really has been on her mothering journey this past year, very thoughtfully, um, very consciously to get to here today. And It was in that space that when I invited her to attend my self mothering spring equinox retreat, she, it was an, it was a, of course, this is like perfect timing and she shares how that's so, and what emerged for her and what has happened in just the three weeks uh, since completing that retreat. And it's been, I, I was in tears several times and I hope you all come on the journey with us, see things for yourself really kind of look at, you know, where are you on your mothering journey, find some inspiration and um, come along. So without further ado, here we go. Well, good morning. Here we are on Mother podcast, as you know, and I'm so excited and just can barely contain myself to have Helena Shannon back on the show. So welcome, Helena. Thank you so much, Gertrude, for having me. I'm so excited
1: to yes. dive in. Well,
0: yes, yeah, so we're going to get into lots of things. But some of you may recall that Helena was on the show, but with her very new husband, Connor. And uh, I'm very grateful because it's one of my best performing shows. And because you guys are amazing and so electric. And I know so many people have connected with you. But now you've had this whole year, you know, as a newlywed, uh, so many big things happening in your life, you're this up-and-coming e-commerce uh, account executive, and, you know, just really moving along in your career and your relationship and all things, uh, all beautiful things, and on your your own unique mothering journey. So that's what we're going to talk about and share with our audience today. So, Yay. And they're going to, they're so lucky. So if you don't mind, Helena, if we could just kick off sharing a little bit about, I mean, you know what I'm all about, and we're going to talk, you know, about how you've interfaced with Rewrite the Mother Code work. But just in general, like if you'd share a little bit about your journey, because you have such a beautiful self-mothering journey and, you know, really coming into your own here as a, as a, um, as a woman, as a beautiful person. So before I say anymore, why don't you just talk and share and we'll we'll pick up from there.
1: Awesome, yeah, thank you, Gertrude. Such a beautiful introduction and I truly cannot think of another person that has witnessed the evolution of Helena <laughs> over the last seven years, six years, however long we've known each other, somewhere in that range. Um, but in terms of so many different directions, I want to go. But yeah, married for one year, um, that was April 2021. So coming up on our one year anniversary in a couple of weeks here, which is so exciting. But there was so much that came before that. I mean, when I met you and you introduced me to the mothering work, I was I think it's important to share how old I am and how old I was, <laughs> but I was 23 years old. Newly graduated from college, living in Chicago, dating my husband, Connor, boyfriend at the time, and just, I think, not really sure where my, there was a big, vast openness, I think, available to me. And I met you and so many others that have shepherded shepherded me along this journey, which was just beautifully unfolded with so many different facets of digging into my relationship getting sober. I think we touched on that a little bit in the original show, but happy to expand um, wherever that feels right today too. And really growing growing in my career, which is definitely front of mind as I'm making some transitions in this particular season, but definitely bolstered and supported by the mothering work. I'm of course a young woman who just got married a year ago, mothering children, not children timing, how I'm mothering myself, projects, relationships has all been very top of mind for me, um, in this past year. And while I think it's important to say, I'm not, I don't feel as pressure to make any decisions, I think is the big thing that I've learned. I can kind of just be on the journey, discovering myself and discovering what that looks like, um, with the support of you and others. So,
0: yeah. That was a no, bit of a well, tangent, but where do you want to go? No, not at all. Exactly. No, I think that was a great overview, and now we can dive into some of the details that you named. And um, I, I think, you know, your your sobriety journey—it was such a huge self-care. You know, really such a big piece of your evolution. And you know, over this this course of time, do you mind sharing? kind of digging into that a bit more and sharing a little bit about what that has meant for you what that was like what it continues to be like for you
1: yeah absolutely i i mean hindsight's always 2020 20, right so i'm sitting here coming up on almost 6 years sober in may which just um, is such a blessing <laughs> it just makes me want to cry thinking about it yeah. because that truly was the catalyst for me for so many things and i've Learned so much since I made that decision in May of 2016. I had had a history of drinking, of going overboard, if you want to call it that. I can definitely get into more details. I'm I'm very open about that, but for the sake of time today, I'll I'll sort of keep it high level. But I had had a history of drinking from a teenager through my early 20s, um, and it was sort of one of those things that I just knew in the back of my mind was not serving me, Mm -hmm. but I also struggled with and cared a ton about fitting in what other people thought, what sort of like my outside view was in the world. And that kept me drinking and partying and hanging out with people that probably weren't the best for me or my highest self. Of course, this is me at 29, looking back. I would never have said that at the time, but that one decision truly was the catalyst of self-development, personal growth. And for me, the thing that I love to say is like stepping up and taking hundred percent responsibility for my life, which has just
0: mm-hmm.
1: blossomed into so many amazing opportunities, fulfilling relationships, but it really, and I think you can, I think people come by personal responsibility in so many different ways for me, it was really drinking and choosing not to drink and choosing that I was worth it. And I think one of the biggest things is like, I was not on a path to being a woman that I respected that I would have taken seriously. And I think I put that outward. Like I wanted other people to respect me and take me seriously. And, but I think what I've learned is that like, I wanted to feel that way about myself. Like I wanted to know deep in my heart and my soul that I was a woman that was worthy of respect. And that started with me It really had nothing to do with other people. And as I progressed on that journey, I got there in my, within myself. And then I started receiving that in return mm-hmm. from other people, which has helped me absolutely flourish in my career, which I can go into more, but it really started um, with that one decision. And it was so hard. I don't, I want to just say that for anybody listening, like 23 years old, however old you are, when you decide to stop, I mean, or if you're considering quitting drinking or you get to a point where you make that decision, it is so hard. It's not something that our society our culture embraces with open arms I'm grateful to be living in a time where I think it is more talked about and more there's more of an open space to have that conversation and be sober curious as we like to call it but it is it's a very hard thing to take on um yeah. and I'm just grateful that I had so much support and made that decision for myself
0: so, such a beautiful story and I teared up a couple times and have goosebumps Helena Every. And I know your story and you know, I've been part of it and heard it and, and you're articulating it so beautifully. And I, I wanna add a layer and have you talk about it because this taking personal responsibility, you know, one, I, I love underlining that, right? If, if I want people to respect me and I wanna you know, be a woman leader or making a difference, I have to, it has to start here, right, it has to, I, I can't expect to get it out there if I don't respect myself and sometimes we're not even aware that we're not respecting ourselves. So I think that was, you know, one of the huge, huge, big enlightenments. And then that's the taking responsibility for the hard journey, for the hard choices. And, you know, this is something I've gotten to know about you. Once you decide, once you kind of turn that corner, you're, you're, you're basically all in, you know, yeah. and it's, like, <laughs> gonna,
1: thank you for that reflection. I would yeah, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're, it's not like you're going to hide quietly in the corner, like, Oh, I'm going to stop drinking. And like, you know, I'll just make that happen. It, it, so I'd love for you to share, you know, kind of how you, without me giving it away, you know, how you stepped into that and And you know what you did because you cared and because it mattered, but also because you know you knew that it would take a lot, so you created a lot for yourself. So if you talk a little bit about that,
1: yeah, definitely. And lead me or lead me back on track if I get off. But I mean, I went on. So sort of the whole story about getting sober specifically. So I did a women's training at the right foundation. And I basically, the catalyst for me, again, I had been thinking about this for years. So there was, I had my own stuff in the back of my head. I'd been on my own journey, but never truly have been willing to face it head on. And I had a woman on that training who I barely knew, did not know me, basically look me dead in the eye and say, you've been numbing your entire life and you're going to have to make a decision about that. I was like, it, that just like pierced me. Like, I think I just sobbed. I bawled for like the next 30 minutes straight. It was just like, it was like the thing that I had been unwilling to admit to myself being completely reflected right back to me in that moment. And the next weekend, like you said, I sometimes takes me a while to get to the decision, but once I get there, I'm all in went out with college friends the next weekend drank a lot, was not proud of how I acted. And then that next Sunday morning, like I just woke up and I was done. That was the last time I had a drink. It was just completely in that moment. I absolutely knew in alignment that there was no more denying it at that point. And then it was hard. I mean, eight months went by and I was oh my gosh, am I going to have friends? Are people going to like me? Am I going to fit in or is anybody going to want to hang out with me anymore? Like, what is like, what now, what does this look like? And that was, I wrestled with that. Oh, I still wrestle with that. I mean, that's, I think been the core wound for me in all of this, that I've really had to come to terms with is what are other people going to think? Am I going to have friends? Am I going to fit in that? That was really yeah. what it was about for me. Um, But I sort of call it my Maya Angelou moment, which is be the change you want to see in the world. And I think I had spent like six Friday nights in my apartment in downtown Chicago, sobbing about not knowing where to make friends, not knowing how to make friends. And I just got on the internet and started Googling like where to meet sober young people. And this was back in 2017. So like Sober Curious had like just, I think Ruby Warrington had just come out with her sober curious book. Like this was not the movement that it is now. This was mm-hmm. sort of on the, the front end of that. Yeah. And I was just searching and searching and searching. And there was like nothing. And I was like, okay, there's nothing out there. Like you're going to create something. And I talked to a couple of friends, a couple Like one woman I had met in an AA meeting, I was like, do you think this is a good idea? Will you help me? Like, will you come to this if I do this? And I started a Sober Curious Young Women's Meetup Group in Chicago, and we did it for like three years before the pandemic, Um, and it was so successful. I mean, Gertrude, I can't even tell you the amount of young women that truly I felt like were coming out of the woodwork (laughs) to connect and find a space where they could talk about what they were struggling with. I mean, women were young women specifically, I felt like, and what I witnessed were so hungry for connection, so hungry to have a space to talk about this. And that meetup grew to like 200 people. I think we were having upwards of like 35 people at every monthly meeting. It was It was crazy and it was, well, it wasn't crazy, but it was, it was exactly divinely what I needed in that moment to show, like, I can be a leader. I can create something. If I'm needing something, I can create it for myself and serve other people along the way.
0: Um, So, well, let's just underline that with, wasn't it, weren't you in the media about this? Oh, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, we were. I was in the Chicago Tribune, featured on another like digital local news outlet called Newsy. Got a, it, picked up a lot of steam at the time, um, and definitely like made a splash in Chicago for sure.
0: Well, I just was literally not that I should hold back tears, but you know, I. I love you speaking about this because it's and hopefully the my audience is as inspired as I am every time I hear it. but particularly you know, underlining and going back to, yeah, this it's something is hard and going against the grain and you know not being part of the group. and you know we'll talk we'll get into this a little bit more around specifically around like mothering and choices in in that arena. but this is the kind of preparation for choices to come you know that you've set yourself up with this it's like oh i just did something really hard and i didn't feel sorry for well i did maybe felt sorry for myself for a little bit but then realized like that wasn't getting me anywhere and uh, there isn't an already ready-made group to support me and kind of going against the grain or going outside the, the main cultural norms but I bet I'm not alone. You know, I'm, I feel alone. I wasn't. I'm not finding <laughs> yeah. anything, but turns out if I, you know, put myself out there a little bit, you know, women came. And, you know, I, I, I think you underlining and to your credit, you know, you put it out with energy and, um, bigger, I don't know, you know, the, the right word exactly, but your attraction and, radiance i think made a huge difference as well so yeah.
1: thank giving, you and it was huge your- in building my confidence like yeah. oh, i i can do this there's other people out there there's other people working in corporate jobs making this choice like and just ha- i'm a firm believer of like i truly feel like if you see somebody else doing it that helps me realize like oh i can there's a pathway yeah. for me I, and you are huge you and rich were huge examples for me in that early on. Like, I'm like, okay, like they did it. Like I'm just starting out on this journey and I can get there too. Um, so that, that was huge as well.
0: Yeah. No, beautiful. And you know, you've, you've mentioned it and stressed you've had a lot of support along the way and you dug right into, you know, coaching and yes, you used the right foundations programs, you know, as huge support, but kept taking the next step and kept taking the next step to, you know, keep diving deeper and into deeper layers and, you know, up against yourself, you know, continuously, right? So I always want to stress it's, you know, that doesn't just happen um, because you'll hit walls, you know, it'll feel kind of easy then you hit walls, but having that kind of support, but also the willingness to keep looking inside, you know, and keep looking deeper and we're never done, which is beautiful. But we're never done, right? <laughs> so there's, and
1: it it truly is a journey. I think I felt like so I got was one year so or five years sober last May, and that five year milestone felt like really big for me. Like I finally felt like I had like graduated early sobriety school or something. Yeah. There's yeah. probably there. I mean, I'm not a counselor, or therapist. Like I I don't, I don't know the technical terms of that, but I. I truly, that was, that felt very big for me. And I'm, I'm sitting here at almost six years. So we're able to look back with a lot of clarity, but two years in three years in, like, it didn't, it didn't feel that it was, it is messy. It was messy. Mm -hmm. I'm sure the next iteration will be messy in its own right. And I think that's part of, that's part of the responsibility too. And that's part of the journey is like being okay with and learning to get comfortable to sit in the mess because it's not all these like polished moments of clarity and reflection. Like I love right. when I have those moments, but those are the, those are the rarity, I
0: think. Yeah. Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March, 2024 and i would love for you not only to consider it but to attend but in considering it hey just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful warm nourishing place of zihuatanejo mexico zihuatanejo meaning land of the goddess women and coming to really take time for yourself okay and that i am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go. It's a five and a half day retreat, getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone. I will be honest. You know, if the idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up, but now some people, it turns out are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. No, exactly. So I just always feel like it's important to underline the, you know, the what it takes to get to those epiphanies, you know, what it takes, you know, we don't just, ah, you know, it, we might have that ah moment, but a lot led up to it. You know, yeah. I know that's been part of my journey. Well, I'm aware that as we're talking, um, and it's funny, because I haven't thought about this in a long time, because I have been you know, with you, once you and Connor decided to do couples coaching, that's when we really, I really got to be with you more consistently and, you know, really join you in that part of the journey. But I think this, you know, near the beginning of that was when, you know, I finished my doctorate. I was, I was newly coming out in the world with rewrite the mother code and had just finished writing my keynote talk on it that I wanted to bring out. And you and Connor at my first ever, like, you know, the, the release, you know, you were kind of my test group and it was, yeah. it was a, a an afternoon. We were actually showcasing the right graduate university and, you know, me as a new grad and the work I was, uh, you know, launching into. And, and, um, so there was a small gathering to hear, you know, me share about it. And, you know, it was a mixed group. I, I knew and kind of intended that this talk is going to mainly, you know, be targeted toward women. Um, but, you and Connor were both there and I can literally picture it and it just really, I, I don't know if I've told you how much it buoyed me and impacted me to have the two of you just sobbing, honestly, <laughs> like, you know, like just how much it evoked for the two of you and for both, you know, not just you, but, you know, for Connor as well. And you know, to reflect, like, oh my God, this is so what we need to hear as a young couple. And connor saying that as a man, I need to hear this. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, yay, vote, you know, what a beautiful vote from the universe. And I'm not saying that, you know, just I'm saying that because you know, you two, that's how the two of you are. You know, you sit and you come to something and you're so present. But I think it kind of launched the discussion, you yeah. know, that you've been in and the journey you've been in around and you and Connor, uh, you know, literally around children, yeah. you know, but but putting this focus and container around um, your mothering journey, you know, in a way that I, I think you've fully embraced. So if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about that, and then we're going to have more to talk about.
1: Okay. Yeah. I completely forgot about that afternoon. I'm just, I, I have the clearest vision of us sitting on that couch, like just absolutely sobbing. I think you're a hundred percent right. And I think just in hindsight, looking back to sort of, I think what I was feeling in that moment, reflecting on that experience was like just a release of like, Oh my gosh, there's somewhere and someone with whom I can talk about this and just a little bit about my journey. So I grew up in a very traditional family parents are still married. I'm the oldest of two. I have a younger sister. Um, and my parents were super supportive of like, go to college where you want, like have a job, have a career, have a life, get married if you want. Don't like there. I I felt like there, I had more societal rules, I think playing into that, but my parents, there was really no, like you have to X, Y, and Z from my mom and dad. And I sort of came up in I was like a really rebellious teenager. I loved, I think, to like go against the grain. I think it was probably like an attention seeking mechanism in some way. Mm -hmm. I like to like be different. I I don't know, probably spend hours unpacking that. But um, I was always the friend throughout high school and throughout college that always told everyone I'm never getting married and I'm never having kids. I don't know why I felt like that was like something to hang my hat on or what? where I thought I was going with that. But as a young person, woman, I was just like, nope, not for me, not doing that. And then, of course, you sort of know where that story went. I met Connor, totally fell in love with him. He's absolutely wonderful. We've built a very conscious relationship together. So the whole getting married thing <laughs> sort of, I was a hypocrite on that, which I wholly own and I'm happy to admit Um, and then shortly thereafter, the, the kid conversation, the having children conversation felt very, um, top of mind. Like, I think it was just like, okay, now I'm in this committed relationship. I can totally see Connor being a dad. I'm not really sure where I stand on that. And I think I compared myself a lot to other women and especially friends that I had in my life, like. I felt like I had so many of these friends that just knew like from the time they were in kindergarten or little girls, like, they're like, I'm going to be a mom. I can't wait to have five kids one day. That's absolutely my path. And I'm like, that I don't, that feels alien to me. Like, I just never had that innate mothering instinct. Not, not like, not to say that like I think we all have that innate instinct in some way or another, but like, it just wasn't so clear to me that I was like, yes, I want to be a mom. I can't wait to have kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I just never felt that. And as I sort of grew and evolved and got sober and ended up really committing to my relationship with Connor, I started to see a clearer picture of, oh my gosh, I, I think that's something I can do. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I want to, or what exactly that journey is going to look like. Um, and I can go in, I mean, I think I was scared. I think that's part of why I was like, I'm never doing this. I'm never doing that. Especially before I got sober. I think I was, I wasn't again, I'm not sure we can go into this. Like I wasn't mothering myself. So of course I saw no pathway for what that would look like if I were to eventually end up having children and, and mother, mother, children. Um, so I've been on this like big journey, I think for several years now, and you and your work has been so instrumental in me, even seeing a space to be in, in the process and be in the question. I felt like, again, comparing myself to my friends, like you either know or you don't. And then I either make a decision, like, if I don't know. It's not okay. Like there, I just had so much, yeah. so much going on around that and you've really allowed me to be in the question and be on the journey and yeah. I have no idea no like spoiler alert no decisions have been made <laughs> I have no idea still but I'm a lot more confident in myself and my ability to um just do do what feels right when it feels right
0: well and be in the question and I think that's what I love about where you are now is so thank you because that's you know uh, a beautiful reflection and, and unfolding of what this, you know, has been. And and just going back to like, it seemed like everyone around me, like they just knew and they've said they've known, but that's still unconscious wiring, you know, just because yes. someone says so forcefully, like, I know I, I want to have kids and I always have. It's like, well, how, you know, so that's such a big, and that's what, you know, you've opened yourself up to. Well, how, how was it that I came to that I so fervently didn't want, you know, declared that I I wasn't going to, and didn't. And there's, you know, that's a beautiful unfolding to go on that exploration and see where that track leads back to, right? And the, um, because yeah, where there's so much unconscious material that leads us to saying either one of those things. And, uh, you you know, you and kind of, but you know, now, and I don't think this is revealing anything, it's just beautiful to see you and, honor in these discussions, right? And you're at an age where friends and people around you, you know, are having, you know, starting families and you know, literally people close to you, but you know, you, you made this beautiful move to Tennessee and you're in a you know you're in a home and in a community with a lot of kids. And you know, not everybody has them, but enough to do it's so you're kind of surrounded And, (laughs) and I, I think you have, you and Connor have really been using the tools and using what, you know, to talk about it, be in it, you know, have the feelings, you know, when, you know, you go to the neighbor's birthday party of their child, right? Like, and what that means and what that stirs up that I think, you know, too many of us stay numb to and just go. And then we just think like, oh my God, I, I have to do this to fit in, you know, like how, and again, back to the what? What are people going to think? And outside, so you're kind of in the midst of that um, space. You, I nailed, guess. you nailed it. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's exactly that's exactly where we are. And I'm so grateful. Like you said, it it's a journey, and it, you don't just like wake up here with the skills today to have these conversations. I'm I'm so grateful for the tools, Connor, and I have learned the coaching sessions the conversations just all the work that we've really put in to be able to have like conscious intentional conversations about what and even if that's just like this is really disturbing like we're with like five families and 10 kids and I'm like wow I am uncomfortable right now I don't have a place to put this and and just being in that really conscious experience it's it's scary and it's exciting and I'm just so grateful for the space and the opportunity to just be in the question. I mean, truly, I, I don't know that there will ever be a right time, but I trust that I'll at least have thought about it consciously when, when the time comes, which is, I think all I can, all I can say.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. It's beautiful. Well, I'm, Not switching gears because this has all been, you know, kind of how this has evolved. But I'd like to start talking about the fact that I just got to be with you live and in person. uh, Actually, was it three weeks ago today? I think, uh, which I can't believe it's been three weeks for my first ever spring equinox self mothering uh, retreat here in Mexico. And, you know, just to give a little bit of highlight, this was something I've dreamed about for ever since we got this property in Mexico, but also been a little ambivalent, like, ah, can I, should I, when, you know, and then COVID hits and, you know, all these things. And so finally, like turned the corner the beginning of this year. I'm like, yes, I'm doing it. I don't care if one person comes, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to make this happen. And I'm talking to you and I'm like, I'm going to do it. This is it. And you're like, I think I want to come. I'm, I'm like, gonna come. well, <laughs> I'm like, yay, you're my one person. If, if it's just, it might be you and you and me. And that, that's awesome. Um, but we did have more women join us, but I'm so grateful. And I, I love that you let yourself, you know, open to that. And, you know, not, it, it was a bit of a journey to, to make it happen, but I'd love for you to just, you know, talk about highlights you know, we'll just kind of start general highlights, you know, what you got out of it, what it meant to come. And then, you know, just, we'll just go on that journey for a little bit.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was, you were amazing. It was so lovely. Your property in Mexico. I mean, it could not have been, I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity and that I decided to take the plunge to come because mm. it was, it was amazing. Um, Sort of backing up a little bit. I think in order to sort of say how I got here, I need to back up a little bit. So I've since Connor and I got married last April and I really made a commitment. I don't know that I've even told you this, but I really made a commitment to myself last April, just with so much stress around the wedding, COVID, we had moved to Tennessee all like, I just felt like there was a lot of inputs like coming my way. And I sort of needed to reset and recommit to myself, my spiritual practices, the things that I know, fill my cup, keep me centered. So I've really been committed personally to that over the last, 14 or so months. Um, And that's taken many shapes and forms from waking up and meditating to journaling to reading things that are not trash or reality TV or all, you know what I mean? So I've really been on this intentional journey of, and that's again, I think like I sort of hit that five year sober mark and I felt strong enough in my sobriety to where I could sort of dive deeper into more spirituality, growth, different facets of things that I've I've been interested in and I've been very committed to that over the last year and then this January in 2022 Connor and I did start talking about having kids what that looked like what our timeline might look like and we sat down and had a conversation about what are the things we really want to do individually and as a couple before we have kids Mm -hmm. so whether that was traveling different sort of spiritual experiences and things that we we felt like were important for us to do as a couple and individually before we decided to make that um decision of having children. So that's sort of the window of yeah. journey that I'm in right now.
0: So when yeah, you're you setting me, that
1: context, yeah. When you asked <laughs> me to come to Mexico and oh and one of the things that I really wanted personally was traveling by myself and more like expansive spiritual experiences to sort of bolster my evolution and when so when you asked me to come to Mexico and told me you were going to do it I was like are you kidding me the timing the whole thing like was exactly in line with what I had sort of already set my vision on for the year so and the themes that we worked with over the weekend and, and the, the retreat were exactly things that I had been working on. So my theme for myself over this past year, as I've really been on this intentional journey has been dropping in and listening and getting familiar with my intuition and myself. And one of the first things you said on the weekend, so sort of high, going into highlights was, yeah. I, we have everything we need inside of us. I have everything I need inside of me. And I've been doing that in my house in my life here in Tennessee as we've been cultivating friendships in our life here. but to take a weekend and really intentionally give myself the space to practice doing that mm-hmm. was tremendous. Um, and you really facilitated and supported that for all of us on on the weekend. So, that was definitely one thing that was divinely timed and aligned for me totally um and then being with nature being with the elements earth wind fire air that's a big theme that i've been working with also since moving to tennessee spending more time outside sort of tuning out the noise and tuning into myself and, and the nature and the abundance and the beauty that I have around me and to be able to do that in Mexico with you and take that back to my life here. I mean, that was another major highlight um, for me throughout the weekend. And yeah. I don't know if you have anything else you want to jump in and share because I I can go into just the amazing... Synchronicities that have absolutely unfolded in my life.
0: <laughs> coming yeah, out that's right. Exactly, because I'd love to, you know, hear, you know, what you're, what's kind of happened, what's unfolded, you know, out of it. And I always think like literally, but not. They don't seem to be connected, but they are, you know. So, um, yeah. Go go ahead. Go into that. Yeah. So it's like I mean shifts it's, that you had that now have are manifesting I've been
1: like joking to my husband Connor and everyone like Gertrude I don't know what you did to me on that weekend truly (laughs) I I don't know what magic you created but I think the preface of the entire last year and then coming into that weekend like I was just ready for shifts and for changes like I had spent time and spent a lot of time on the, on the weekend, specifically like dropping in a lot of what I was asking for personally. And I don't know if I even shared this with you was clarity, like Mm -hmm. clarity on my next steps. I've been at my job for five years. Um, Connor and I have been, as we've talked about over the last couple months, specifically in this very ambivalent place about having children, is that the next right step? Are we ready right now? Am I just not totally satisfied at work. So I'm now creating something else to focus on. I think that was definitely part of it. um, Or I think part of what was going on for me. So a lot of what in the exercises throughout the weekend, in the experiences that we were having, having, visiting spiritual sites, um, having the quiet time and space to really drop in and meditate and journal and, and ask for guidance and support from the universe, from God, whatever, whatever you call it. Um, Mm -hmm. I, a lot of what I was asking for was clarity and help me, help me get clear on what is next for me, where, where, what is my next step? What is my next path? And like, I got nothing but floods of signs about what was next. Um, Subtly and also not so subtly. I mean, I, Mm -hmm. you knew going into the weekend that I was traveling the next week to go to a trade show for work, our first in-person event that I had been at in two years. Um, I, I came out of that trade show with three job interviews and opportunity. Like I wasn't even quote unquote, like looking, I was just having sort of an internal dialogue about what was next, what what was, where I was headed, was it kids? I don't know. Like, I was just sort of having that internal dialogue and like, I don't know if I was just like magnetic or glowing or all of the above coming off I, of- I'd say weekend, all of the above. Coming off of that weekend with you, but like it was unlike any experience I had ever had. and I And I felt really supported to- show up absolutely as myself.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, I didn't feel like I was trying to be something I wasn't. Like, I I felt clearer and more in alignment with who I am and how I wanted to show up as a woman, as a woman in business, as a woman in my career. Um, And I'm all about, blend. oh, I'm learning that this is part (laughs) of, I think, my mission in the world, which is blending the very spiritual, woo, personal growth, sobriety pieces of myself that I've I've come to love and nurture with yeah. a very corporate experience um and I've I think I've gotten clarity too that like I think that's part of where I'm headed in this next chapter and this next evolution like not hiding those parts yeah. of myself and fully showing up um and it's created a tremendous opportunity for me I have decided to as of yesterday. <laughs> so mm-hmm. good timing um, yes. leave my job that I've been at for the last five years where I felt like I really grew up in the industry to take on a new scary and exciting leadership role, um, at a different company. So, so much more to come and say about that, but I,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: really feel like being with you in Mexico and creating that space to receive messages, to listen to myself and tune my intuition made that transition and made that decision so seamless and i think one more thing i'll yeah. say on that yeah is i didn't wrestle with any any decision like it felt so aligned so clear so easy mm-hmm. i've never experienced that in mm-hmm. my life and the groundwork of 5 years of sobriety spending time Quietly, meditatively with myself. Like all of these things are the step like people talk about how, oh, it's important to like have a coach or to meditate. And it's like you hear all these things in like the wellness and personal growth space, but it's sure. like you actually realize the difference it makes until you're at a transition point or a, a big decision. And for me, it was easy, it was clear. And all of those things got me to this, to that point, I think.
0: Mm. Um, well, I'm sure
1: there's so much more I can say, but that's like, no,
0: the- you oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. And I, I, I wouldn't, you're just doing such a beautiful job reflecting your experience. Right. And I feel grateful that the container that I was providing and the space I was providing, I, I couldn't have, you know, it, it was, a, you dropped into it, used it and I, I couldn't be happier. Right. And and it's so funny when you said that, like, I don't know what you did to me. And it's like, well, <laughs> I didn't do anything, but uh, you embraced, you know, the space yeah. and the the framework, which I, at one hand, tried to keep very simple and not like, you know, a lot of material, but just, you know, to kind of keep us moving, have experiences and, and things that then, you know individuals could reflect on and see what that was for them you know what was and I was on the journey too you know and seeing what this was for me um and was very much co-voyaging so I think I think you're articulating it beautiful and I I could underline every point and say yeah yeah what she said <laughs> and, and all of that but the the you get to um clarity on choices and, and and I love how you underline like you know, all these steps have led to this and then there'll be next, right. And then there'll be the, the next arenas. And I may not always be as clear, but that's okay. You know, I'm, I'm in the inquiry, I'm on the journey. And I think that's something because now, and I loved how you said, you know, I really want to underline, but like, was I just looking at like, suddenly, like really starting to think about kids because I was in this, not as satisfied space in my career. And I think that's so important to underline and just be curious about I that.
1: Think I, I was, I think I was like, I think yeah. I was like, looking to fill the space with something right? and now that I've accepted this new opportunity, I'm like, okay, no kids for three years. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> not, not to be like that rigid about it, but it's, uh-huh. it's, just, it's just like, I just feel re-energized and re- not a hundred percent sold on having kids yet. So that leads me to believe
0: that like I was trying to fill yeah. the space in some way. And that's a big truth. I just want to underline that's not a, a you're saying it very, you know, openly and, you know, vul- but it's vulnerable to, to say that, you know, and to admit, and we don't always want to think that we're, but it's all unconscious, right? It's all the the unconscious wiring that, that we have going on inside of us but that you are still mothering, right? You've been mothering yourself, you're mothering your relationship, but not to see these as such separate silos, right? But you are stepping into a leadership, you know, in a more of a, a, it's not exact, what I know of it isn't exactly a startup, but you know, you're gonna build a team, you're gonna create, you know, and I'm gonna use the metaphors, but birth that team and, you know, and, and really be able to apply and be in your mothering journey with that. And they don't have to be separate somewhere along the way, they're going to intermingle potentially or not. And, you know, and, and all of those choice points and avenues, I think are, are so beautiful and so cool. So, so wonderful. I,
1: I'm so glad I'm, I'm just so grateful for the reminder of it not being siloed. And I think yeah. that I've never felt more in my adult life than I do right now that like, I am, I truly trust myself, like all of me in all areas of my life. Like it's no longer this, like my sober life is over here and my work Mm -hmm. life is over here. And like my personal growth life is over here. It's like, I truly feel like I'm finally hitting what feels like my first stride in really integrating like all these different aspects of myself. And I think that's, like I said I'm 29. Like I I truly feel like I've just grown up as like an adult human. So <laughs> I think the t- it's all in divine timing, right? Like I right. I've, I've learned to pull all these pieces together and I'm I'm I really feel confident in in being able to be on my own side, mother myself and have a really strong foundation in which to grow from. Um and that. the weekend in Mexico like your retreat was such a beautiful reminder of that and being able to truly experience what that feels like because mm-hmm. I think that's the thing it's like you can read all the books and listen to all the podcasts or do all the things but unless you really experience it for yourself and then have that touchstone and that that experience and that feeling to really draw from it's like yeah it doesn't really matter
0: in my right. <laughs> yeah no that's so so beautiful and I'm going to say this out loud on, on here just to capture it. Um, But as I was saying that about you and you being curious, I just came up with a a new tagline, mother curious.
1: Oh, I love it. Very curious,
0: right? Like,
1: like, (laughs) Sign me up. I am mother curious.
0: You are, (laughs) you're defining it. And I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, um, we're wrapping up, which is really hard to do because I would like to keep going and you will continue to be on my show of course we'll have to do a part two we'll do a part two yeah Yeah, we'll we'll keep we'll stay on the journey for sure and um but just the final question that I ask all my guests is what does rewrite the mother code mean to you and what's a way you're going to mother yourself today or this week
1: rewriting the mother code to me means Actually, it's funny. You just, I think it means being mother curious. (laughs) Truly. I think that that sums up my journey. I think to me, it means questioning all the things I believed or didn't believe about mothering. I think it just means really stepping into the curiosity and asking the questions, whether it's things my mom did things I'm watching, like the thing with my friends, like, how did you know, like, did you know, or you're saying like that, I think that's what rewriting my mother code. Mm -hmm. me being curious about that um and what is one thing I'm going to do today or this week to mother myself um I'm sort of in this transition of telling people um that I'm leaving my job Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is so bittersweet because I work with some of the most amazing people and I I really truly have grown up here Mm -hmm. via the support of so many um And something I was just telling Connor last night, I think is being really honest about what people have meant to me and how important. And I think that's a way for me to really honor myself and my journey and mother myself through this transition and, um, honor those relationships, um, by telling people how much they mean to me and what an impact they've had on me.
0: So, both, both answers. So beautiful. Thank you. I'm always so inspired. I love asking that question Mm because it's, it's so personal, but at the same time, you know, everyone I ask it's connected, it's related, it's, you know, but it's so you, you know, and that's what I think it's all about, right. Making the internal meaning and having this all be personally meaningful to you and making your choices and all that. So Helena, I, I really just can't thank you enough. And I was so looking forward to this really so we could be together. (laughs) We have an excuse. We have an excuse. Um, Not that we can't anytime, but thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time and, and being with me on the weekend and then being here and just, and being you. Thank you for
1: all the guidance, support, love you've poured into me over the years. I would not be where I am without it. So Uh thank you
0: love that love, love, love. and just want to close by saying reminder to all of you out there if you want to hear about upcoming events and things that are happening in the rewrite the mother code sphere please sign up for my newsletter the link is in my instagram bio so really strongly invite you to go and and hear because i i love having these mediums to share and and other ways for me to be with you so thanks so much Thank you so much for choosing yourself and taking the time to listen to this podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to Mother. Wait, no, subscribe to Mother. Her. It helps other people who need this message, AKA all women, well actually everybody, men included. I'm honored to have you on this journey in mothering yourself. Remember, change is uncomfortable, but it's beautiful and it starts with us. And if you can't wait until next week's episode, follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Dr. Gertrude Lyons or at my website, drgertrudelions.com. I'll see you next time.